Hello everybody, welcome back to 9 to 9. We are in chapter 38. Uh, we're gonna slightly track off from the Yosef story and talk about Yehuda and Tamal. It was at the time that Judah's level of respect from his brothers went down since they blamed him for not averting the entire incident with Joseph. So he turned away from his brothers and went into partnership with an Adolamite man named Chira. There, Judah saw the daughter of a businessman named Shua, and he married her and came to her. Oh, I thought Shua was always like a like a guy's name. Okay. Um, she conceived and gave birth to a son, and he named him Er. She conceived again and gave birth to a son, and she named him Onan. She bore yet another son, and she named him Shela. Judah was in Chazib when she gave birth to him. Judah took a wife named Tamar for Er, his firstborn. Er, Judah's firstborn, was evil in the eyes of God, and God made him die. Just like that. Yeah, like God was like, I'm getting really bad vibes from you, so you're gonna die. <laughs> I need some explanation here. This is so crazy. Oh my god, I, don't, I do not understand when things like this happen. <laughs> um, so Judah said to Onan, come to your brother's wife and enter into Levirate Le Le marriage, Yibum, with her and raise up children in your brother's name. It's amazing because now, right now, we're, you know, in Daf Yomi, we're, we're, we're in that Masechet. Um, the Masechet of uh, Yevamot, where they talk all about Yibun. <laughs> Literally, it's, it's a whole Masechet just about that. Um, not our favorite thing, but it is what it is. Uh, where was I? Um, hmm. Onan knew that the children would not be named after him, so whenever he came to his brother's wife, he would waste on the ground, so as not to establish children in his brother's name. Ooh, we know that this is not okay. Uh, does it say anything about that? Mm, no. What he did was evil in the eyes of God, and he made him die too. Okay, God really doesn't like when you waste seed, clearly. Judah said to his daughter-in-law, Tamal, Stay as a widow in your father's house until my son, Shelah, grows up. Whenever she asked about Shelah, he pushed her off. For he said to himself, Maybe he'll die too, like his brothers. So Tamal went, and she stayed in her father's house. Poor Tamar. Hmm. Many days passed, and Judah's wife, Shua's daughter, died. After Judah was consoled, he went up to Timna, both he and his adult mite friend, to 
supervise his sheep shearers. Someone reported to Tamar saying, Look, your father-in-law is going up to Tima to shear his sheep. She took off her widow's clothes, covered her head with a scarf, and covered her face. She sat down at the crossroad, which is on the way to Tima, in order to offer herself to Judah. For she saw that Sheila had grown up, and she had not been given to him as a wife, and she desired to have children from Judah. Yehuda. When Yehuda saw her, he thought she was a harlot, because she was sitting by the crossroad, and he did not recognize her. Because he had because she had covered her face, he turned off the road, the road on which he was traveling, to the road where she was. He said, get ready, please let me come to you. For he did not know that she was his daughter-in-law. Wow. Get ready, please. <laughs> That's the sign you should tell your spouse. Um, he said, she said, what will you give me if you come to me? He said, I will send a young goat from the herd. Only if you give me some collectoral until you send it, she said. What collectoral should I give you? He said, she said, your signet ring, your cloak and your staff that's in your hand. She is a smart cookie. She is a smart cookie. She will use that against him. Okay. Um, this is a really um, awesome move she did here. Um, he gave them to her and he came to her. She conceived from him men of similar might, might and righteousness as Judah. She got up and went off. She removed her scarf and put on her widow's clothing. Judah sent the young goat through his uh, Adolamite friend to take the collectoral from the woman's hand, but he did not find her. So he asked the people of her lo locality, saying, Where is the harlot who was at the crossroad on the way? They said, There was no harlot here. He returned to Judah, and he said, Wait, who's? Wasn't that Judah? Whoa, 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 a second, one second. One second. Oh, okay. He returned to Judah and he said, I have not found her. And the people of the place also said, No harlot was here. Judah said, Let her keep them for herself, otherwise, will be put to shame if everyone finds out that I have made every effort to pay for her. Look, I sent this young goat, but did you, you did not find her. Then, after nearly three months, someone reported to Judah, saying, Your daughter-in-law, Tamal, has acted as a harlot, and look, she is pregnant from harlotory. Harlotory. Judah said, Take her out and let her be burned. She was taken out to be burned. She sent a message to her father-in-law saying, I am pregnant from the man to whom these belong. She said, please identify whose signet ring, cloak, and staff are these. Judah recognized them, and he said, she's right. 
and what she says she became pregnant from me justifiably because I did not give her to my son's Shela. But he didn't continue to be intimate with her anymore. Alternatively, he did continue. Okay, so it says here that he did not continue to become intimate with her. Uh, and then in brackets, the author um, kind of adds that indeed, 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 uh, he was. He did continue. And then the birth of Perez and Zerach. Then, when she was giving birth, look, there was... I like how it says, look, you know, like, look, there were twins in her womb. What happened was, when she was giving birth, one baby stretched out his hand. The midwife took a crimson thread and tied it on his hand, saying, this one came out first. Then, after the baby brought his hand back inside, look, this, his brother emerged. I mean, I, from what I know, I think the head should come out first, not the hand. <laughs> it kind of seems creepy to me. It's like as if they're crawling out. <laughs> so it looks like it's the second twins. She said with such strength, Paretz, you have forced yourself. So he, so he, Judah, named him Peretz. Afterwards, his brother emerged uh, the one who had the crimson thread on his hand, and he named him Zera, because of the shining appearance, Zeriha, of the crimson. That is all for chapter 38. Wow. Let's see if there's anything interesting. Here, it says Kabbalah Bites. Um, the Mashiach descendant from King David traces his lineage back to the union between Judah and Tamar. Why did the line of God's illustrious and anointed one enter the world in such a dis distasteful manner? Because the demonic forces of Kripar refused to allow the Messiah's appearance in this world. They only consented because his entry was enshrouded in Klippa. I like that. Okay, that is all. Yashir Koach.